Welcome to Season of the Bitch, the podcast you should swipe right on. Today we have Adelaide, Zoe, and Ozzy. And today we are back at it with another revolutionary romance episode. We freaking love to see it. You love to see it. You've asked for it. You've begged for it, really. Um, <laughs> you were all begging in a kind of kinky way. We didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, you know, we love to deliver. Um, and this time uh, we are talking about the bane of all of our existence as it comes to dating, but also a required part of dating basically in yes. in the modern day which is the experience of using apps um so we will be discussing our absolute ridiculous dating stories from apps as well as ones that y'all sent in and i know that like a lot of the stories are more about like actually dating rather than the apps themselves. Um, And that's great, too, because it's like, you know, you found love in a hopeless place. Um, And (laughs) we'll also be talking about like the various apps, their pluses and minuses, and basically like what it's like to navigate online dating as a queer and trans person in the year of our Lord 2023. So kicking it off with one of the most famous, probably one of the earlier ones, and um, probably the biggest bane of all of our existence (laughs) is Tinder. And I know that we've all had a myriad of experiences on here, Um, but I would say that the main time I loved using Tinder was when I was house-sitting in Connecticut and I wanted to get recommendations on hiking and exploring spots. And I feel like half of the places that Ozzy and I went, because Ozzy visited me the first week I was there, were from Tinder recommendations. So That's so true. I really love it for that. Like, I love, like, you can get, if you're visiting a place, like, Tinder's a really good one because it's probably the most used one. So particularly Mm -hmm. if you're, like, in a new spot and you want to know what the vibes are, it's, I love it for that. Um, Okay, I'll second that. When I was traveling abroad, my bio was just – I was with a friend. And we both of us made our bios, like, super, like, if you can hook us up with drugs. Um, yeah, I can say that. We are we international. Laws didn't apply there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was helpful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. actually really smart. I've never – I feel like I use – I mean, we'll get to Lex later. But I use Lex for that sometimes mm. because it's, like, if a city is big enough to have – a like Lex presence that's usually a good place to get like the best queer bar recommendations but tinder is like so much more widely used i just never even considered i feel like that might have been pre-lex honestly this was like 2017 and obviously this was like rural connecticut (laughs) yes also yeah it's like it really varies depending on where where you are yeah Mm-hmm. No, but I love that. I specifically love that about international. I never thought about it for traveling internationally. That's incredible. Yeah, I wouldn't. Don't do it if you're alone. But I had a friend. So we were like, we got this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, exactly. Don't. We oh, did yeah. just like meet a man on a beach, to be clear. 
Right, but you weren't alone. Sometimes you just have to meet a man on a beach. (laughs) I wasn't alone. Also, it was like a public beach. Like, we weren't like... It's a public location. Yeah. You you took your precautions. Like, It was safe enough, and that's what I would recommend doing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) To be safe enough that you don't get caught. Key advice for how to use dating apps, honestly. (laughs) Honestly, like, this is gold, to be honest. And he was like chill. Like we were worried he was going to try to hang out with us or anything because he was kind of like, oh, what are you doing later? And we were like this. And he was just like, oh, like I'm going clubbing. And then was just like, cool, like have a good time. Yeah. It was pretty chill. We love to see that. Um, I would say for me, otherwise on Tinder, it's extremely hit or miss. Mostly miss. And by that, I mean almost completely a miss. (laughs) Uh, and also the last time I used it, so I haven't been on it in a while. So they may have like caught up to Bumble who does this, um, which we'll get to. But they forced me to be seen as a woman, which I'll get into a little bit more in a little bit. So I hate that. Also, I live on a border. So Tinder and a couple of the other apps don't care about borders they're like you can date anyone anywhere which is like cool um but also because i live close enough to like toronto and stuff like that and also i literally live one mile from the border and buffalo is the kind of city that you don't keep your radius that small you keep your radius larger than that right like so i like crossing the border is really annoying and so tinder is frustrating for me on that perspective as well yeah, I think that's the biggest pro and con of Tinder to me is just like, it's definitely the most popular, the most people are on mm-hmm. it, which is why it's so hit and miss. But so like, I've gone on the most dates from Tinder, because there are just so many people like you're right. gonna find people, but also you're gonna find a lot of fucking garbage. Right. Um, You got to take out the trash first. Exactly. But I wouldn't know about Tinder anymore, because I'm fucking banned for life. Once you get banned, it's it's for life. So and is Bianca. I- yeah, I actually... I didn't realize it was for life, though. Yeah, That's well, so you can get, like, a burner number and make an account, which I did, and then I started dating someone, and I deleted that account, and now it won't even let me rejoin with a burner number. They're like, no. Oh, no. I feel like they're um, weird but... about changing your name, too. Mm. They are, yes. That's actually... I had to like make a new account when I changed my name because it literally doesn't let you change your name. That and the forcing you to be like showed as a man or woman thing are I both like very transphobic. Right. Um yeah. and yeah, we hate that. We do. But yeah, I used Tinder on and off for probably like seven or eight years. I met two of my longer term exes through Tinder. Um, For better or worse, I'm not going to really say if they were the trash or the gems of Tinder, but we (laughs) dated. Yes. (laughs) Hell yeah. I mean, Um, at least it led to something like substantial. Yeah. No, I mean, I will say it's funny, like, I. I'm going to talk later about like how why OkCupid is like one of the apps I like better. But if we're looking at like which apps have led to the longest term relationships for me, I do feel like Tinder might come out on top. Just I think it's like a sheer numbers game at some point. Like, yeah, everyone is I, on Tinder, like almost everyone too, is on Tinder. Um, yeah. And like, yeah, I think especially in a big city like New York, it's like there's just so much you're getting so much volume of people sometimes that it's like 
a lot. Um, and you, yeah, like you said, you, you don't know who you're getting necessarily. So it's like surprising when it works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've also met a lot of um, really deranged people. <laughs> and that's part of the fun too. Um, it's for the story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think, well, it was, uh, there are so many horrendous dates that I could think of from Tinder, but exactly. this one just like stands out in my mind for some reason. Um, for some reason I'm about to tell you <laughs> as being particularly bad. So I lived in DC. I was probably about 21, 22, mm, something like that. And I go on a date with this man. He's a journalist. And um, we went to a bookstore. Um, I forget the name of it. If you're familiar with DC, it's in DuPont Circle. It's like the bookstore with a cafe in it that everyone fucking knows. That's where we went. Um, and we're like walking around and then we like we're just walking around sitting on a bench, whatever. This entire date, this man is like grilling me with questions because he's a journalist and doesn't know how to turn that off. So he's just asking me questions upon questions. Some of them are appropriate. Some of them are quite inappropriate, mm. um, such as he had just learned about like the sexual assault epidemic in universities and asked me if that was something that had affected my life. <gasps> um, yikes. What? And no. <laughs> yes and it went on for like hours and so then we're sitting on a bench and i generally did have a oh stomach ache but also i wanted to leave and also my stomach probably hurt because of i wanted stress. to sleep so badly. Exactly, exactly but so i was like yeah my stomach really hurts and he was he said something along the lines of like oh like does it really like trying to like call me out for like lying and i was like okay well if you think i'm lying why do you want to still be on this date with right. me like <laughs> so like i finally leave and I go home and then I forget if it was that night or maybe like the next day he texts me and, and he was like, I'm really disappointed that you didn't ask more about me on this date. And I was like, I, I didn't literally get, couldn't. Yeah, like I, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. Word in. And he goes, well, there's some things that I really wanted to share. Like you didn't even ask that my dad died last year. Oh normal God. text normal post first date text also I, how like wild would it be if you were just like did your father die last year question i mean you're you're right so, so i guess right. he wanted that in return like i was like i don't that's not really information i even try to get on a first date right um yeah and uh, then, which i think is normal yeah and then he brought up the stomach thing he was like and then you said you had a stomach ache and i don't really believe you and i was like okay again like why are you texting me if you think i'm a liar just leave me alone you think i'm like a selfish liar so just leave me be and he was like no i think i should get a second chance <gasps> oh my god which i obviously was like no not a fucking uh, literally chance. unhinged that's so unhinged. <laughs> yeah, no everything about it was unhinged um i did not ever see him again but he was like why won't you give me a second chance like you don't even know that much about me and i was like i know plenty about you mm -hmm. is what you're not i know realizing. enough <laughs> That's, that's so much. Um, I, so my Tinder experiences, like I said, have been a huge mixed bag. I feel like Tinder was the first dating app. So I had a period of time where I was like using it in college, um, before I started dating a partner who I was with for a long time after that. Um, but I feel like back then it was mostly for hookups. Um, and when I started using it again more recently, I feel like like I was saying, it is like hit or miss in some ways because you just have so little information about the people that you're meeting. But also like it has led to 
some longer relationships for me um such as the one i'm currently in um and i Speaking feel like of, we just really quickly um one of the very anonymous dms we received um <clears throat> says as follows <laughs> i just saw that as we were getting ready to record and i was like oh well, i have to mention this yes <laughs> otherwise this won't make any sense <laughs> yes well they said, Ozzy's Tinder profile described them as a non-binary podcaster and a great kisser. And it's true, and we love them for it. Kissy face emoji. <laughs> and I mean, I haven't kissed you yet, Ozzy. Um, <laughs> but I uh, know you to be a non-binary podcaster, and I just know that you're a good kisser because you're a great person. Um, thank you for that feedback, anonymous listener. I love you too. <gasps> okay. Well, very cute. Also, I do have follow-up questions. So your yes. bio at this point in time just said because I, I do so that love, wasn't all it said. This was just very to be kind clear. of those them were to two word it. of the things it said. I love how they word it as like Ozzy's Tinder profile just said these things. Not like Ozzy wrote Bro, in their profile, yeah. I'm a great kisser. <laughs> Look, I I love it. I was it's going flirty, through a slut era, and yes. it was like feedback that I had received. Like I was, I had received it enough that I felt like quite confident putting that I in have my profile. No about it, um, of course. So I, I like felt. I mean, yeah, it was. I was like, you know, maybe leaning a little bit more into like my Sagittarius energy there. Yeah, we um, love a slut than I moment. typically do, but <laughs> we love that. So your bio um, just said, I'm but a yeah. Great Try it. I I mean it it said I think it was like a list of things about me, but like Mm. yes, one of them was I'm a great kisser. I think it might even have been like I've been told I'm a great kisser. Um, which I think is even a little bit more like forward because I'm like claiming I have evidence to back it up. Which I do. I'm not even more. Now it's been spoken. Literally (laughs) like this was written out to us intentionally from someone we all love very fucking much. And if they put it in here, it means it's pertinent information. (laughs) You're you're so right. Right? But anyway. (laughs) Also, wait, I am dying because Ozzy's shirt, all I can see of Ozzy's shirt right now just says gaslight episode. Yes, bitch, gaslight. <laughs> is it gaslight anthem? Okay, gatekeep girl boss. No, it's, it's girl boss? gatekeep girl pool. Oh, girl it's a, pool. which is banned. Uh, yes, so exactly. It, yeah, it's it's their merch, but it is hilarious if you can just see gaslight. While we're talking, you're like, no, I'm a great kisser, and I've been told that, and your shirt's just like gaslight. Gaslight. <laughs> this Incredible. is a gaslight. Um, anyway. But yeah. Um. Anyway, I think. My current partner and I do find it very funny that Tinder is the way that we met, uh, given like how much we love each other and how serious our relationship is. It is funny that yes. it started out on Tinder. Um, recently, Tinder has started doing these ads that say it starts with a swipe. And I feel like every time I see those, I'm just like, it starts with a swipe. So true. Um <laughs> But it started with a swipe. It started out with a swipe. That's yeah. Just cancel me for the killers. Tinder. To be honest, I I'll, I'll cancel myself. I will never cancel you for the killers. I mean, you should though. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you don't want to cancel me because you love me and I love you too. But like, 
I mean, I also just think you need to live your truth and sometimes you just need to listen to the killers. Are we human or are we dancer? Or whatever that song is actually called. It's just like in all of our collective psyches. So I, it just felt, it just was like stream of consciousness. Anyway, doesn't matter. Moving on. Uh, so yes, moving on to Bumble. Um, I have actually never used this one, but I feel like I've vaguely heard from different friends and acquaintances that there are a lot of like B-related puns for things. So I would love to hear more about that. Mm. But other than that, I really have no insights into this one. I feel like the most common one, and Zoe, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this B gets it. (laughs) They're always like pushing. What is that in reference to? This B gets it. (laughs) It'll be like, oh. What B gets it? You're like looking for your B. And then um, I think on Bumble BFF, isn't it like you're looking for your like hive or something like that? Mm, I don't know. So you you are the bees. We are the bees. Yeah. Yes. The humans are the bees. Okay. Yeah. The humans Great. are just, the just bees. Just wanted to be clear on that. And we're bumbling around. <laughs> I really There's honestly not that many puns. It's disappointing. It's a missed opportunity. I wish that yeah, everyone should have seen more. the hand motion that Zoe just made. <laughs> the one that all bees make that we all know about. Exactly. <sighs> So I'm going to start off with one of my least favorite things about this app that actually has nothing to do with dating, but has to do with the egregious decision that Bumble made to somehow be into astrology because they'll have like astrology Tuesdays or some shit where they like give you these notifications and every single time they try to say something about astrology they get it wrong. Like to the extent that like when it's a full moon, they'll be like, check out the new moon. Like it's just not correct. <laughs> and I'm just like, if you're going to do that, that's cool. But yeah, like that's so annoying. But make sure that whoever you have writing that shit knows what they're talking about. Even in a very simple manner, like a full moon is different than a new moon. I've never opened one of those notifications, oh, yeah. but I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, the reason why I like it is because, uh, yeah, it doesn't cross the border, and that can become an issue for me, um, and so I like that you I You can... heard it here first. Addie loves a firm border between <laughs> countries. <laughs> so here's the thing. If I didn't have to deal with border patrol, it wouldn't affect me at all. I would go all the time. I would go to Toronto all the fucking time. No, if you ever want to make fun of Addie, just bring up that they have had to bring their passport on dates many times. Yeah. So this is also a thing. Like, <laughs> I say this now, but I have done this. Yeah. Many times. Yeah, we can, which we are going to get into a couple of them, but. Amazing. (laughs) So another thing that I like about Bumble is that it allows you to not only identify as non-binary, but it also for like interested in, there are three boxes and it's like a check all that apply situation. And so it's men, non-binary and women. So like generally on other dating apps, I do not select men. Um, even though I'm like on the bi spectrum, obviously as our last, I think our updated bisexual episode, I said something like I trend lesbian, but like, or like non-binary and for non-binary basically. But, um, 
I on Bumble, I feel okay selecting men because I know anyone who sees my profile has to select that they're interested in non-binary people. Um, mm, and it does good. not show you with women or with men like you are in a different category. So I do really like that. Um, and you can be in multiple categories. Like if you are like a she, they type person, you can show up in both of those categories. Um, and but yeah, so Bumble's the one in case y'all don't use it that like. It's like in order closest to women. So it's like if I'm non-binary and I match with a man, I have to message the man first. No. Really? I have had to I thought I had to do that multiple times, but maybe no. I didn't. It's I think just women. Of, okay. Good. I think a lot of men think that because they're used to that if they match with a lot of people under the women category. Right. Um, but no, it's mm. only if it's a man and a woman, the woman has to. Um, also, woman and non-binary, though, I can't message them first. Yes. Basically, if there's a woman with a different gender, the woman has to. Right. Any other situation, um, anyone can. Like, if it's two women, anyone can. If it's, like, a non-binary person and a man, anyone can. Okay. Um, yes. Etc. If it's yeah, I was gonna ask about this because I feel like initially that was like Bumble's thing was like yeah, yeah. women message first. um, But I have noticed yeah that men often wait. Like I think they just don't know that they can't, but they can. Mm, Right. Okay, that makes sense. And then um, the other thing that's really annoying is that they put a time limit on it. So like if you match with someone. You have 24 hours from when you match with them to message them or have them message you first. Then the other person has 24 hours to respond and then you are actually matched. If that doesn't happen, you unmatch. Right. That's not very much time. Like, especially if you're using multiple apps, you might not check them every single day. Yeah, no, I Yeah, if get someone pays for the app, they can choose to, like, extend it. I don't pay for it, but I've right. had the other person mm-hmm. in, like, someone I've matched with extend it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, like, if you're premium, a premium right. member or whatever they call it on Bumble. Right, right, right. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Bumble is the primary app I use at this point since Tinder banned me, and I feel like it's <laughs> – the next most kind of general app Mm -hmm. and i mean well we'll get into hinge and why that's like not my favorite but yeah um anyway i think it's fine um (laughs) for all the reasons that have been said um i don't like the 24 hour rule i just like don't usually check that often right um yeah i think it's fine I, I have something I can say about it, which is that I do think I briefly downloaded it and tried using it, like, in Brooklyn. And I think I found, like, compared to Tinder, it just had, like, all the finance bros. I mean, not uh. bros, because I was mostly looking for women, but, like, the, the people that, like, work in tech or consulting or, like, basically just all the people that I have no interest in dating were all concentrated on Bumble for some reason, um, maybe like girl boss vibes, like mm. they like that they can message first. I don't know. Um, but right. so no, that's that why I never really used it. Um, because just for whatever reason in New York, it seems to be like a little more that than like Tinder or some of the others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. 
I have recently been on a couple of successful Bumble dates, um, but I'm not ready to talk about that yet. So that's all I'm going to tell you all. <laughs> yes. Keep keep the mystery alive. I will say something that's happened. That, so this act only relates to Bumble, but it's not actually related to Bumble. It relates to me changing my name to Adelaide because a thing is happening now where people will tell me that they Googled my name or that they looked me up because I think people are just like, oh, you're a musician. Oh, you do a podcast. Oh, like blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, and your name's Adelaide. Like that's extremely fucking Googleable. Uh, so that's been a weird thing that has happened to me recently. But again, not specific to that. I'm also just like, if you do that to someone, maybe don't tell them. Just a slight suggestion. I agree. Um, and I'm going to say this as someone who's run background checks for friends before they've gone on dates. I'll Google people's phone numbers. Right. Um, I've gone hard for for safety, for normal reasons. You don't tell the person that. Sometimes like <laughs> right. several dates in, you know, like when you meet someone on an app, sometimes you don't know each other's last names. It takes a few dates. There was one time that several dates in someone asked me my last name and I said, and I said, I actually already know yours. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but it wasn't from creeping. It was because uh, I it was it. because they put their card out on one of our dates and went to the bathroom. I'm gonna look. Like Oh, sure. So anyway, I was like, I already know the answer, but <laughs> Oh my god, amazing. I'm not look, I'm not gonna go on dates with you if I don't know how to track you down if I need to. Right. My friends are gonna know your information. And right. That's just facts. That's facts. That's safety. Okay. That's smart, yeah. Okay, so moving on to another really common one, and that is Hinge. So Hinge is a little bit different from the other ones in that it's not like just pictures and then things that you write. There's like different prompts that you're supposed to answer as part of your profile. Um, And the people have to like something specific on your profile, whether it's a picture or a comment or prompt or whatever. Um, And so there's a little bit more like information you're getting off the bat about like what someone's drawn to in you and whatever. There's also this really, really weird feature that I both, I, I mostly like there's, if I see this on someone's Hinge profile, I will never not press play. Like I must know what it says. So there's voice notes or voice prompts that people use and they just like respond to a question or do something. And it's like, so you can hear someone's voice because that's like, you know, a way to get to know someone as well. But because that can go so many ways, the the experiences I've had with it are, you know, honestly, it's chef's kiss, but it's also so chaotic. Yeah, when they first dropped that feature, my friend and I spent hours just playing them for each other and like dying <laughs> laughing because exactly. people do the most unhinged things. Um, but yeah, kind of going back to what I was saying before, part of what I don't love about Hinge is that like if you want to like someone, like they see it before they decide. I prefer mm. the anonymity of like you, if you both like each other, you find out. I don't need to like know I was openly rejected and that they for sure saw it. Right. Um, ju- that's just me. I forgot. I've also that part. actually never been on a hinge date, regardless of like I've had it on and off for a few years, not as long as some of the others, but 
I don't think I've ever gone on a date with someone I've met through Hinge. Hmm. It's just it just all mine blur together in a terrible haze. Um, <laughs> rhymes with lavender haze. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, but either way, not our favorite. You yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's. I mean, I get that it's supposed to be more for like people that definitely want relationships, and it's like mm-hmm. different than swiping, but it's not different in a way that's working for me, right? Um. But yeah, so okay, Cupid, y'all at the dawn of dating apps before, actually before apps, like I did not have a smartphone at this point, the years 2012, 2013, right? My friends and I made accounts on www.okcupid.com. Yes, I'm obsessed. Um, And so that is the first app that I ever had. I, I downloaded it maybe like a couple years ago, briefly. Um, I didn't like what they've done with the place, but... I I know Ozzy has, and we'll get into that. Um, but I was there for the dawn of OKC. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, it is. It's the original. I've never used um, it, so that's I'm curious. Yeah, well, I part of it is that in New York, it is definitely like the designated app that's used within like most trans communities, most mm-hmm. like kink communities that are a bit younger. It's There's like just like so poly much going people on. are on there. It really there is a me. lot going on, and also, honestly, yeah, yeah, no, go for it. Oh, just the part where people can send you a full message if you haven't consented, and I got some weird ass messages. Yes, that is. See, I like for me that's better than Hinge, where it's just like you see that the person has rejected you. Like, okay, Cupid basically has the option to do that, but you don't have to. Like, you can wait until you both match, but you can like message someone. I think you have to pay for it to do that. Um, Probably. There's like a to, lot going To message on. someone that you haven't like technically matched with. Um, yeah. One time someone sent me a really long Bible verse and asked for my thoughts and I couldn't go on OkCupid anymore after that. That is so That's very upsetting. Unwell. And like we hadn't matched or anything. Like, I just got this message out of nowhere. It's weird. Yeah. That is, that is very weird. I did get a lot of weird messages like that on it. Although... I feel like a lot of them were similar to other messages that I've gotten on other apps. So it didn't, it wasn't like uniquely as bad for me necessarily, but I did get some weird messages. For me, it was just the fact that they can send them without matching. Like on other apps, you have to like consent right. to at like, least that person being allowed to speak to you. Well, so one of the things that I really like about OkCupid as compared to some of the others is that it is like the only app or like internet-based dating thing that allows you to sort by like gender and sexuality in a more nuanced way so like if you're non-binary you don't have to put yourself to be seen with men or seen with women um and you only see people that have said they want to see non-binary people for the most part i did again like the messaging thing so sometimes i would get like I don't know. I think at some point, like, I realized that even though you could set the preferences a certain way, people were still seeing you. So I put something in my bio that was like, no cis men, please, at a time when I didn't want to date cis men. And like, guys would message me being like, but what if, but what, but like, what if I'm cis, but I'm bisexual? Or like, what if I'm cis, but I am really into kink? Or like, whatever Mm. the thing was. And like, that that happened a lot. And then I would just like delete the message, which I feel like I have to do a lot on every app. So it's like, it wasn't as big a nuisance to me, but it was still like 
yeah, like, no, like, just can you not read? Or like, it was almost like the challenge, like, so I ended up taking that out. And that actually was better because I think like having that like no don't do this makes some men be like oh i should i should try to overstep this boundary no i've gotten a lot of that on hinge because i have one that's like we'll get along if and there's three bullet points it's you believe in the immortal science of marxist feminism you're not a virgo and you send me your birth chart the amount of men who a like to be like your politics are stupid and you're a moron and i'm like i made myself very clear i'm not going to match with you that's yeah (laughs) or they'll they'll either be like what if i am a virgo or they'll be like i'm not a virgo but why and i'm like also i'm just gonna say this whatever there's virgos i like this isn't like i'm not as much of a hater as i used to be however i know that dating wise it's not a compatibility for me i have five sad places i can't date a virgo it's not for me i hope y'all find happiness with someone who's not me (laughs) which is like fine and people are allowed to have boundaries in who they date and i just i think it's a huge red flag if someone sees that you have that and is like no i want to try to force that person to change their mind about this like who wants to be with someone who isn't interested in being with them it's exactly. like, it's not, it's not a good sign. I have met some self-aware Virgos from it who are like, okay, I am a Virgo's son, but here's the rest of my chart. And I'm like, we can chat. They'll Amazing. be like, I get it though. I love that. So you're like, like open like, to negotiation, but yeah, the response has to be respectful. Yeah, exactly. Part it, of it is a test. test. <laughs> it's genius. You um, can't just be like, but why? And I'm like, this is why. Because you're yeah. already trying to start a fight with me. <laughs> uh, so wild um but yeah i guess so i i have i've liked that it it is more queer friendly in the sense that like i think it also is more responsive to like how a lot of queer people date where like you know something like tinder is basically just like are you straight or gay we have two genders um on okcupid you can say for example like you want to see trans people but not cis people like it's broken down to that level it, it varies a little bit because you choose what identifiers to put in your bio so like some people just put man or woman and don't specify um whether or not they're trans um which is chill but it just changes who shows up for different people but um there is also still a feature that's i don't want to see or be seen by straight people and that is like the only feature on okcupid where it's like a strict rule. Like if you I love that. I did not don't that. if you check that, it will not show you and you will not see any straight people, which I did eventually end up checking because I was like, that was actually the best way to filter, like getting those weird messages from cis men, for example. Um Okay. Maybe but, maybe I'll rethink my stance. I just remember joining and there were so many like questions to answer and so many things that I got. It, it is a lot. Yeah. I think I also liked it because when you first download it, it's like a fun little game. Like I feel like when you're first actively dating again for the first time in a long time, you kind of like want to be on the apps all the time, but there's not actually that much to do. And like I get very anxious talking to new people, so I don't necessarily want to be, like, on them talking to people, but on OKCupid, it's like, you can just answer little questions about yourself, and, like, um, it gives you little badges if you answer a lot of them, and I love badges, so, um, but yeah, it is, I feel like I was gonna say that, um, I, like, I went on a lot of first dates through OKCupid, I didn't find, like, a lot of people I really vibed with through OKCupid, which is weird, because it's, supposed to be the one that's so like good about matching vibes and stuff and i feel like it might partly be because there's like so much information that it was like 
hard for me to actually sort through everything that was there to be like, who should I actually go on a date with at this time? Um, so it is, it's, it's information heavy for sure. Um, but yeah, I guess that's, that's really all I have to say about OkCupid. I also, I like that because it was like the first dating app, I feel like a lot of my queer friends who were out in high school or like around that time used it then because it was like a lot harder to meet people in person as a queer person then um and like that it was very useful for that so i i feel like it has this kind of like reputation and history with like a certain brand of queer person a little bit where it's like it's like the nice one that's been there for us um but that is not always reflected in how it actually works as an app unfortunately mm -hmm. That makes sense. I will say shout out to my dear friends who are getting married this fall met like five-ish years ago on OKC because they had a really high match percentage and it worked out. So, you know, Ooh, there's my success story. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I wanted to share um, about J-Date, which is I'm pretty so popular curious. amongst amongst the Jews. It, it, it stands for Jewish date. Jewish dating, um, in case anyone wasn't sure. <laughs> so I love to do a little social experiment on the apps, like on Bumble. I don't do this anymore. Sometimes I would be like, never mind. What if I'm not non-binary and I'm a woman? Then who shows up? And it never, it went horribly, but I would like to know, you know, right, it's fun right. for me. So J-Date is basically that experiment, but they're all Jewish. Um, <laughs> so I didn't realize this. J-Date is like, the straightest app um basically how it works it's supposed to be kind of like a jewish matchmaker in like the traditional sense um you can be gay as long as have, you're like have you watched the netflix show jewish matchmaking i haven't i have <laughs> wasn't that part of why you wanted to join this that that was part of my social experiment. Iconic. Okay. I just had to make sure. So I, get um, extended... I haven't watched all of it yet, but I have been really enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get into extended bits with myself that are for no one but me. I mean, um, I love to experience them secondhand, <laughs> but I literally love this about you. It's like pure Sag perfection. Yeah, I was like, okay, I want to know what a Jewish matchmaker would be like. And the most accessible option to me is jdate.app. Exactly. So you join. Um, similar to like how the matchmaker, if you have seen the show, ask them all these questions. You answer like, you know, how like how religious you are, like what kind of Judaism, like those kinds of questions. You answer like what you're looking for, which way too many people on the app say they're looking for marriage and children. And that freaks me out. Um, I mean, that's kind of like the show, though. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I just that is surprising. realized the app was like, was like that. <laughs> Month, that yeah, intense. yeah. Um, and so you can choose. You are allowed to be a man or a woman, and you can be seeking men or women or both. So, like, those are the options. You Please. can be so gay. They acknowledge you bisexuals. Be... <laughs> yes, yes. You cannot um, have any gender nuance outside of. Although I checked both, binary. and I've only seen cis men on here mm. um to be clear i've spoken to no one on this app the social experiment i guess was just making it and lurking i there's no one i've even remotely wanted to speak to right. even as a bit right um so also this is part of it that's really strange to me you you answer those questions you don't answer like other questions about yourself like on okcupid but it still tells you a match percentage 
And I don't know if it's just because like, I'm not looking for marriage and kids and like, I'm not super religious. All of my percentages are like, here's a person we think you get along with 12% match. (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) Like, because they're going off very little information, like the percentages are all pretty low. I think the highest one I had was like 50%. And I'm like, what? That's so Um, funny. They need to fix that system. (laughs) Yeah. If you're very straight or, you know, gay, but only attracted to cis people and Jewish, I would say the app's for you. And that's my endorsement. And I don't know how many of y'all listen to this podcast. Right, right. (laughs) That's Um, hilarious. (laughs) So, yeah, just just thought I'd share that. Um, On the other end of the spectrum, a pretty queer app is Field that we want to talk about. And apparently I was just out here at the dawn of dating apps, um, probably because I was a horny young person who went to a very small college and did not want to hook up with anyone that I went to college with. And therefore, I was on apps. Um, So more dating app lore. Way back in the day of the apps, there was an app that came out called Thrinder. And as the title suggests, it was mainly focused on people that were seeking threesomes. So you could be on the app as a couple or as a single person who was seeking a couple or like a couple seeking, you know, a single person or a solo person or whatever, um, et cetera. And that was the the primary use. Like, I'm sure people were doing other things, but that was like really what the app was like built around. Tinder got mm-hmm. mad and was like, no, that name's really close to our name. You can't just have an app called Thrinder. I do vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah, so Thrinder Icon got shut down and shortly thereafter so um Field was born. And that is that is the history of Field. Do you know if is it's the same like people I'm involved? I'm pretty with sure it? it is. Um, that's so interesting. I can I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that it was like related. Like they were like, oh, we have to like recreate this app as like so not f- Tinder's knockoff. Field is for poly people. Yeah. Not exclusively, that, but it's or, a lot of like. Kink. Yes, I, I mean, mean there are a lot of poly people. I was gonna say, I think my biggest critique of it would be that it it is kind of like it's just still Thrinder, and like the main thing you see are like straight couples looking for unicorns. Um, There's a lot of like, that by women who want to hook up with them. Um, if anyone doesn't know what a unicorn is, but right. Um, I feel like I also heard from the first person I went on a field date with um, who had just moved to New York from the Bay Area um, that like it was super, super popular in the Bay Area. Maybe it started there, which also kind of makes sense if it was like an earlier dating app, um, like tech stuff. But basically that the person I was on the date with found out about it from like a straight couple, married couple friends that were like, oh, we use this to, like, find women to hook up with, and it's great for us, so, like, you should try this. Um, That date that I was on also was, like, a very extended therapy session about this person's gender identity. Um, It was just, like, really a lot and ended up not having, like, a date vibe in really any sense. Um, And My field date that I'll get into was also basically a therapy session. That's, yeah, it's like- I I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) It attracts, it seems to just attract, like, very 
damaged people. Everyone's and that's like bio, so mean to say, but like bio it's, on it is so long. People write like paragraphs about yeah. random oh, things. Oh, also I forgot lives. my least favorite part about it is that it encourages you to use like a pseudonym. Like it says mm-hmm. we don't use our real names on this app, but everyone interprets that differently. A lot of people put like an initial. Um I feel like it's definitely a popular place for like coming out trans people to like play around with gender um, and maybe not like say that they're trans quite yet. Um, So there's like a lot of people that will use like a chosen name, but then maybe at some point they start just like going by that name. So it's their real name. Some people just ignore it entirely and put their real name. Um, I don't even remember what I did. I think I put like a nickname, but basically it's encouraging you to kind of like not know that much about each other or to be kind of like treating things in a more anonymous way that like i don't know if that has anything to do with the weird vibes that i've gotten from my field dates but it had it had weird energy from the start and i should have trusted my gut and instead i went on multiple field dates and they were all weird and bad so i don't recommend it whatsoever yeah also i did confirm field is definitively thrinder reincarnated and thrinder is spelled three r amazing Three R N D R. What? What? Like threender. That's wild. I I hate that. Um, but yes. So just wanted to. I I knew I was right, but I had to confirm it on Google.com before I said it. Of course, live on a podcast. Live, live on a podcast. <laughs> Coming <Yeah>. to you live. <laughs> we fact check it. Um. So. I have gone on one date from Fields ever, and I wasn't on Field for very long because, as Ozzy's saying, it's immediately like it's, it's like rancid. Like, the best way I can describe it is like feral. Like people on there are that's like, a great feral. descriptor. Yes, <laughs> um, in like a not fun way. I don't right. know if there's a fun way to be feral, but this isn't it. Um, <laughs> so the one date I went on, we like went to get drinks over drinks like this person is just really like like trauma dumping like fully like I'm trying to ask pretty basic first date questions and all of the answers are these like detailed things like I'm like oh like you're from this area so it's like a lot of your family still live around here and then it became like a half hour discussion of like all of this like family trauma and I was like so yes they do live around here (laughs) um and just like that However, they were buying drinks, so I had several. And then I was like, well, I'm already here. Like, we're going to hook up. That is kind of the point of field is that you. Like, uh, that is also what happened on, like, on my date, to be completely transparent. Yeah. I love what it. What I did not know about this person's sexual preferences, but I'm going to tell you all here now, um, <laughs> is that they had a foot fetish. And aside from being my one and only field date, this is also the one and only time I had my toes sucked. <laughs> And this is a season of the bitch exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, this is why this is why y'all begged us for these episodes. (laughs) Look, I'll try anything once. (laughs) Yeah. I'm obsessed with this. I had already gone through listening to the trauma. Right. You know, having the drinks. Right, right. Going back with this person. Like, I'm in it for the story now. And the story was that was the story. Right, right. Yeah, that's I. 
I'm not going to be that specific about how mine went, but it was very similar. <laughs> like, an unknown fetish was revealed during the sex, and I was like, uh, just it just was a lot. Um, yeah. Which maybe is to be expected after a date where the person, like, spent the whole time trauma dumping, but yeah. we live and we learn. You know, I've never I done that. I seen it coming, but I did. I deleted fields. Right. None of the trauma had to do with feet. I just didn't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's no way you could have known. <sighs> anyway, so that's field. I'm literally living right now. <laughs> that's field. I'm I I prepared all day living. that I was going to share that information on the podcast. I I'm really obsessed. About it. I'm obsessed. I, also, yeah. I literally it needs love to be getting shared. new information revealed to me about Zoe because I did also... I not tell you that? No, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I must have been really uh, having a time after this date. I assumed I would have told you. I think I would. As we know, my memory is a little shoddy because of the no, you would remember. But that. I feel like I would remember that. But wow, wait. So how does it feel learning? Well, no. So I was just about to say, like, I actually like revel in delight in learning new things about you because I feel like we know each other so well. What a delight. Like, this tracks, and I'm obsessed, and I'm literally delighted to have learned this not only now, but with <laughs> our Season of the Bitch community. <laughs> with our Season of the Bitch community. That's Thank so you beautiful. all so much for being here for me. Yes. Um, also, no shame if you're into of that. Course. I just had no idea. This was not revealed to me. And one of the things about Field is, it is typical to talk about like your fetish why you're on the app, like what the kinks are. Any right. like, people usually are pretty open about that. It's like in your bio and stuff. Um, mine's not super explicit because of like my line of work and people could see me there. But once I'm like, I I revealed before the date things that I was or was not looking for. Um, right. So anyway, it is yes. surprising when that kind of thing just like appears on. Of the course, date. yeah, we're not shaming anything. It's more just like. You can't just like throw something like that in there mid mid sex. Usually. Right. Especially when I you usually- don't know each other. You know, like if Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. If you're holding out to reveal that information and that's okay. Also, probably I wouldn't reveal it during sex on that's the first I mean. date. That's yeah. what I mean. Right. But yes. You know, we all lived and learned that day. Actually, I don't know that they learned anything. Um, but I did. Yeah, and I never went on another field date. I love that both of you were like, "I went on this field date. I deleted the app, and that's field." <laughs> I mean, I just I feel like I need to warn everyone: right. just don't, don't, because its branding is a little bit like, oh, maybe if you're like queer, maybe if you're trans, maybe this app is for you, and it's it is not. Don't stay away. Yeah, I get being told like, oh, it's just really like queer friendly and like whatever. Yeah, and it's and really like- not. It's very friendly to like people who are in kind of like a bi-curious phase or like a cross-dresser maybe on the way to identifying as trans phase. But I really don't feel like it's for people that are like very solidly like out and comfortable in their queer and trans identities. Yeah. Well, an app that is good for the gays, I think, generally, is so true. Um, Lex. And I know we've definitely talked about Lex before on the podcast, but for those that don't know it, well, and it's shifted over time, but it's basically different from other apps in that the first 
way you interact with someone is basically through like a little classifieds ad. Um, and then like at now at this point, there's like more features where it talks about like what someone's looking for. I think they even have photos now, but you, uh, it's like not the first thing you see. They do. Yeah. It's connected to your Instagram. Um, so that is also different because if you have like a public Instagram, like people have a way to like see you and all the things. Um, so when Lex first started, it was called Personals and it was an Instagram account. And you would send in your little ad like as a DM or like email. And then it would be shown to everyone who was following the account. And to be honest, my best moments with this, you know, early iteration of the app were and in into when I had have used the app like the my favorite moments were in those early days like I met someone from Australia who I became really close with and like we had like an amazing sexting relationship and then that's amazing it's so good and I got to like also I even like hung out with this person yeah on like a virtual birthday or something yeah yeah I've met them I think multiple times yeah that's tracks. because it was like then it became like COVID time so there was a lot of like zoom hanging out right it was like it doesn't matter that you're in Australia like all of us are doing this now so like yeah and now we're still friends and stuff so it's like nice um and I definitely found a few dates and I think because it allowed me to sense a vibe without a location barrier, it was like kind of a nice thing as a small city queer person. And some of my best like Instagram friends, you know, like people you follow through the ages or whatever and you're like, how did, how am I, how do I yeah. even know this person in Nebraska? But right. it's like, you know, either they're a listener of Season of the Bitch or it's through this um, <laughs> early days where, you know, you would just follow someone because you get tagged in the personals ad on their account. So you would like interchange with a bunch of followers. And um, I just think it like really changed my algorithm also into like being this like really special space in, in a lot of um, ways. That being said, I've also had some really weird stuff happen through the app. And the primary reason that it's about the app, like it is also about people being not okay, And that's a different story. But it allows you to like create a username rather than using your name. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I have run into issues with people who I have expressly told I do not want to interact with, connect with me and be able to hide their identity a bit more because there aren't there at the time weren't pictures. You didn't have to connect your Instagram. Um, Everything you put in is very um, self-driven. And so anyway, I'm just saying that for safety thing. I don't think everyone has that type of issue. (laughs) Um, but I also know in large cities, it's a really cool, as Ozzy was saying at the beginning of the episode, in that like people can crowdsource help for like moving or share queer events or things like that. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, I mean, I agree with what you're saying as well, that there is like, it's able to be a bit, I feel like you're able to be a bit more anonymous, which can have like positives in the sense of like, you're not just immediately seeing a person's photo and being like hot or not. Like it has much more of a 
communal vibe, I think, because images aren't at the forefront, but also it's like, it, it can allow for things like that to happen, um, which is shitty. But yeah, I feel like Lex is definitely was like one of my more successful dating apps when I was actively dating. Um, and I definitely have met like ongoing friends through it. Um, recently they sort of rebranded to be more like community, like help focused. Like, I don't know. I mean, I have used it for stuff like that. Like I found my tattoo artist through Lex, um, and things like that. But I think like the main thing that would actually be helpful is to separate like those types of things from the hookup part of the app um or you know the hookup and dating part of the app but i think a lot of people who are trying to use it for dating get frustrated by like all of the other shit that's on there in especially in a big city like new york um so like the rebrand has been a bit controversial because some people are like they're moving away from kind of being like the horny gay app and into like something that might be a bit more palatable perhaps Mm. yeah i love just like i call it horny gay twitter i love lurking <laughs> on people's posts it's like so unhinged in, in a good way in a not field feral way um <laughs> but yeah i think that's yes. like a good point ozzy and that's kind of what bumble does like bumble has like a friend feature and then like a dating feature um because yeah there are a lot of people that go on apps that are like i'm just looking for friends and it's like cool that's great and that should be separate from, like, people that are using dating apps to date. That's true. Yeah, at least Lex owns it. Um, and I do still think that, like, yeah, as a dating app, I feel like it is successful in some ways because it forces you to, like, distill down your preferences or your most important wants in that moment to a very small number of characters. Oh, which and it I is think sort the of... wants of a moment. Yes, like, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I That to me is part of why I think it's very successful, especially as like an app to have queer sex, because you can be very explicit about like which things you want to prioritize and people can kind of respond to that in kind in a way that like a lot of other dating apps are still very structured around like straight vanilla sex. Mm -hmm. Well, should we read some listener submissions? um okay we'll read the first one oh, or yes. yeah no go for it okay i'm kind of obsessed with this i read it earlier okay so this was a while ago but one time also to be clear this is a listener story this is not a zoe story there's been me there's yes. been enough okay zoe i also i day. really didn't um, <laughs> look at these so i'm excited to be surprised yes <laughs> i think i only read this one um anyway okay so this was a while ago now but one time i matched with these two guys on tinder one of them who i had little to no chemistry with and the other some cute banter the first guy let's call him jay suddenly tells me i've actually been talking to his brother and since i technically asked you out first this is in quotes from this guy since i technically asked you out first you can't go out with him and being young and silly i was like oh bummer i liked your brother more but sure whatever so Jay asked if I wanted to go see a concert with him for a band I was mildly interested in, and I thought, sure, a free concert sounds fun. Well, when I got there, not only was his brother there, this is in caps, and I was now hanging out in a very awkward circle of people who not only knew each other but knew the situation, but then another woman shows up who Jay said was a friend, but who in fact thought they were going on a date and was very angry that I was there. Between the awkward brother and third wheel on third wheel, I left after about an hour to go watch Game of Thrones with my friend. Iconic. 
Um, this is iconic. Also, part of why I resonated with this is that um, I maybe like a year or two ago had a situation where I had given my number to a bartender at just like a bar that I go to sometimes. And then I unknowingly and that didn't like pan out, whatever, um, that person was in a relationship and it was like all good um but i unknowingly matched with that person's sibling on hinge and then found this out because it was a bar that was like near where i lived and then the sibling was like oh my sibling works at this bar and i like realized oh no and i was like "Ah!" oh my god um yeah so i had some some relatability yeah. to this although we never all hung out or anything like that i never actually hung out with either of them um so i mean you were you were living it this listening yeah that literally that's so much um our next submission says met my gf on there the first message she sent was literally if you could eat one of your top artists on spotify who would it be and how would you season them and now we are in love oh well, now i want to know what your beautiful. answer was i know i know I and wish also i'm like us. should we give our answers to this i think we should yeah i don't know if i know what my top artists are on Same. spotify but oh i'm just trying to think of who i think would be tasty Oh, I th- I think I would have to say Kehlani. Oh, no, yeah. Either that's a great answer. To be clear, we're not <laughs> eating them out. We're eating their flesh. We we are oh. eating them. Think that is the prompt. I thought it was. How would you season them? Right. Okay. Okay, I would season Kehlani. I'm thinking butter. I'm thinking like Cajun spices. I'm thinking like a summer corn on the cob on the side. You know what I mean? I love it. I'm a vegetarian. Um, (laughs) You can eat a vegan, a vegan version of them. Um, Obviously, we're all doing that then. But no. <laughs> if there's a vegan option of this question, I would go with it, even if I'm not. Vegan. No, that's not fair. I can't handle the concept of meat, and you can. <laughs> All right. I stand by my wow. choice. Well, I can't think of anyone who I think would be especially tasty right now, but I'll tell you someone I would not want to eat is Eminem. I don't want to know Ew, what that man has done to his body. Not. And. I can't even imagine having to consume him. Um, so that's that's what I will say, since I can't really think of a good answer to this question. I'm trying to um, check who my top people even are. Oh, Adelaide's <laughs> in mine. I, I would take one for the team. Okay. Also, that's, <laughs> I would just have a little bite. That's literally so cute. I'm so obsessed with that. that I would have a little adorable. bite of Adelaide. Um, seasoned wow, with I'm the sriracha peanut butter sauce that they make. <laughs> I was oh like, my God. I was like, oh, that sounds so good, and I'm like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> exactly. I make a mean Amazing. peanut sauce. You heard it here first. They do, and I think it would taste great on your flesh. I thought you were gonna say blue cheese as a throwback. <laughs> oh, 
But I prefer yeah, this, but to be honest. I don't know that I like the idea. Well, I don't like the idea of any of this, but I really don't know that I like the idea of blue cheese with human flesh. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Peanut butter sriracha sauce, though. Hell yeah. I don't want human flesh <laughs> with moldy cheese on top. Very fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay, next. Um, <laughs> the next one says... This guy lied about his age. He said he was 35, but I found his marriage announcement in the New York Times that listed him as 35, 10 years prior. This is why you can Google for safety wow. reasons also, right? This is a prime example yes. of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also, like, bad lying skills. Oh. Like, really just doesn't speak well to this man's intelligence either. Like, you should think about the fact that someone could Google that. Exactly. This chick on a date asked if she could see my wallet. She then started looking through the compartments and she told me she was going to steal all of my money. <laughs> was that a joke? <laughs> like, I would do that. As a yeah, I would. they didn't really finish the story. Like, did she? Like, did she rob <laughs> did the you date and end? Like, did, I, yeah. We have questions. Are you married now? Like, we have no way of knowing. These stories, like, Y'all didn't follow through. How did these go? (laughs) Okay, this final one is horrifying. Um, But this is a cautionary tale, and it's important, I think, because shit is absolutely bananas out there, and you got to make safety plans. Okay, so this person This is why my friends know how to track people down for me. Exactly, exactly. And I know how to track people down for them, whether I have to find out myself (laughs) or not. Exactly. Okay, so this person wrote, One time I went on a date with a Tinder guy. He picked me up and took me to get pizza and asked if I wanted to go to a party at his friend's house. I had no other plans, so I agreed, and we started driving the 45-minute trek to San Diego. This man pulled out a bottle of Captain Morgan while driving and got hammered going 90 miles an hour. No. You will never be able to convince me dating isn't a dangerous Yikes. sport. Oh, my God. Eventually, we get to this party, in quotes, and it's really just four dudes in an attic with heavy machinery. No. Heavy I- machinery? With heavy machinery. I was terrified and Ubered home immediately. I invoiced the guy for my Uber before blocking him. Okay. Handled well. Well, that's, yeah, an iconic response, but that's horrifying. Yeah. I feel like part of what's scary is if someone on a, like, on a first date was like, oh, do you want to come to this party? I mean, yeah, I would assume it was a bigger party. And I would be like, oh, that's kind of like a chill first date because you're going to be around a bunch of other people. Right. Like, it seems like that would be... With some weird men in an attic with machinery. <laughs> right. While literally risking your life to get there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. I would imagine, like, I wouldn't bring a date that I barely knew to a party unless it was, like, a big-ass party. I mean, I still probably wouldn't. But I would go as one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just because, like, if I'm going to a party with my friends, I don't need a rando there with me. But I would be Yeah, that's rando. so fair. I don't know if I'm against it in principle, but in this situation, it seems terrible. Well, this wasn't like, a party. The, the party was, yeah, this wasn't a party. Right. Also, did they not, like, it doesn't seem like he disclosed that it was 45 minutes away. The whole thing is sus. Because if it, someone's yeah. like, hey, you want to head over to a party, I would also assume it meant that that was close by. Right. And definitely, yeah. 
Well, I would hope he would be like, it's a party in San Diego. And this person was like, I know how far San Diego is. So I'm hoping that they knew and that it was going well up until that point. And the freaking drinking in the car made was like a switch. Yeah, I I feel like that's definitely a possibility. I guess it's not it's not clear right. from this. Again, but it sounds like maybe info. they knew. But <laughs> Again, yes, the storytelling could be improved. But thank you all for sharing. No, thank honestly, you for your bravery. We're very grateful whenever y'all DM us because it is really in some ways heartening to hear that like everyone's having these batshit experiences and also some good ones obviously hopefully it's heartening for you all to hear that we are too exactly (laughs) and if you wanted to hear more stories um both from us and from our lovelies in our discord community you can join that at patreon.com slash season of the bitch you can follow us on itunes I'm sorry. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Season of the Bee. You can rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. You can go to SeasonOfTheBee.com and get yourself some merch. And you can get silly. Oh, my God. Happy Pride season. Happy Pride, Pride season. Yeah. Happy first episode Whatever. of Pride. We fucking love it, baby. Go forth and be gay. Oh, my God. Wait. If y'all are still with us, I have a very, very brief story that I know you all love. Oh, my that, God. That is perfect. I love this. <laughs> that is perfect for Pride season. So I played a show last weekend, and my bandmates were at this show, my bandmates that I'm going to be starting to play with, and we're all non-binary, which I fucking love, um, the four of us. And That's amazing. It's so good. It's so fucking good. And they, like, came in after one song, so when they came in, I was like, oh, my God, and, like, was talking about it, and I was like, four non-binary baddies, you love to see it, and I was like, who's all gay here? <laughs> and I love that. It, it was just like the five people who were there to see me, basically, and like maybe one other person. And it was like a pretty crowded room. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, that was so weak. I was like, y'all need to grow up and be gay. I was like, it's 2023. Grow up and be gay. I literally was like, grow up. And then I was like, it's 2023. Haven't you thought about your gender long enough where you're just like, what's gender? You know, like, I don't understand. So I guess like go forth and be gay, like grow up and be gay is what I was going to say. And then I was like, well, I have to tell the story because it's mostly an inside joke with myself right now. (laughs) Anyway, I love if, if y'all Incredible. stuck with us for that, you're, you're the real one. You're a real one. Oh yeah. my y'all god! All, more about literally all of, us, all of us saying you're a real one at the same time. <laughs> I cannot. Like I literally can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you. Love, love you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bitch. Oh.